Mic check, mic check. We locked in. Alright, shit. I fucking am recording by myself tonight because this nigga Sunel is motherfucking dying in the ER, bruh. I don't know what's going on with him. I don't really know how to diagnose diabetics, you know what I'm saying? So, I can't say that I'm the right nigga to, uh, to uh, speak on the situation, but... Shit, yeah, man. I'm gonna lock in with y'all for for an hour. I got a blunt, you know. I got well, I got four blunts. I don't know why I said I got a blunt. I'm already high, but we about to tap in. Um. Well, all right. Well, first I'm gonna start off by telling y'all where I've been and how I've been doing recently. I uh just came back from Houston. Goddamn. My dad had cancer back in uh, 2013. He had a surgery in Houston. So we've been uh, going back every year ever since then, ever since his surgery. It is the first time I went with him. Usually I stay, but shit, my son here now, and I don't know. I, I feel like it's not as traumatic for me to go back now. So I'll just go with them niggas now and shit, me, my wifey, and, and my son went out there. That shit was love. Uh Went to the Yankee game. They lost, but that shit was lit. Fucking had an immaculate view. I sat with, I sat, I didn't sit with, I sat next to a bunch of Houston fans talking mad shit. That shit was fun as fuck. You know what I'm saying? Just made me miss old times at Yankee Stadium talking shit to the away team. Um, Shit. What else we did in Houston? We tapped in at the uh, aquarium. The aquarium was lit as fuck. I would uh I would go there again. These niggas had a stingray petting petting exhibit. I don't think I didn't do it this fucking time, but I don't think I would ever do that. <sighs> I didn't do it this time. I wouldn't do it next time. I don't think you could pay me to do the shit. Um, if they took out Steve Irwin. I know they'll smoke me. They'll turn me into a pack. So fuck that. Um, shit, yeah, really. Houston, I'm about to move again. Goddamn. But we're going to talk about that a little bit later, too, when I move. Just got approved for a new place and shit. So, get to say fuck you to this piece of shit-ass landlord. Hope that bitch die. Is that harsh? Okay, okay, listen. I don't hope she die. I hope she gets severely injured. If that Nah, is that worse? Because if she does, she won't feel nothing. I don't know. Fuck that bitch. Suck my dick. You heard? Um, anyway. Yeah, that shit. That's all I've been up to. I've been playing a lot of MLB The Show type beat. Um, but yeah. But the first thing I wanted to talk about, man. And and I'm, I know I'm in the wrong for this. Like, I know my stance on it is wrong. Just because of the society we live in today. But I don't give a fuck. Um, Miles Bridges, right? He got into an incident where he apparently beat up his his uh. Well, well, I know it's I know it's Ace Ace's baby mom's and his uh his daughter's baby mom, but I'm not exactly sure. There's reports that have been coming out that are saying they're married. Which if they're married, this is gonna get way worse before it gets better. But if they're just dating and they could leave each other and that's one thing but anyways they got into a scuffle i'm gonna call it a uh nah nah it's, he beat that bitch up it wasn't a scuffle he knocked her the fuck out but 
Here's my stance on it. Everyone knows, before I say this, everyone already knows I'm a victim blamer. So, my first thought was, damn, she must have did something crazy for this nigga to beat her up. And I know that's wrong. And I would just like to also clarify, I would never put my hands on a woman. I don't need to. I, I would just dip out if I feel like that situation is crazy. But that's what makes me think. What did she do in the situation? And then she released she released her statements or whatever. She released um, a video of her son like telling what happened. But I don't believe that because you could have coached that little kid that hold for a whole hour and then basically just rec started recording when you felt like he had the story right. You know what I'm saying? That shit, that shit dead to me. So I seen the police report. The police always going to take the woman's side. So that shit don't mean nothing to me either. Um, all that being said, though. Should the Hornets resign this nigga? You know, okay, looking at what he did last season. Looking at what he did last season, just strictly basketball-wise, yes, you have to re-sign Miles Bridges. But, looking at all the controversy he's had, plus his rap career, I don't think it looks good Them him, him beating up his wife and then them signing him. You know what I'm saying? I don't know. He averaged 20 points. He shot 49% from the field, 7, field, or, uh, seven rebounds. Fucking 3.8 assists a game. I don't know. He's he's a good 3 and D. You know what I'm saying? He he shoots. He shoots. He plays immaculate defense. He dunks on motherfuckers. He can put the ball up with efficiency. As we see, 49% his rookie or his year before that. Not his rookie year. Because this is year uh, 5 or whatever that's about to come up. So the year before that, 2020, he shot 50%. He's a, he's He's... A consistent player, and he's consistently getting better, which is crazy. With the more minutes he's getting, he's consistently getting better. He's a career 40, 47% shooter. So we can't be mad at the Hornets if they make a decision for the franchise. Now, personally, we, we might think he's a piece of shit. I'm not a, I'm not a Hornets fan, but I'm an RTBNB fan. You know what I'm saying? That, that nigga Miles Bridges could make it out the league. If, if nobody picked up his contract right now, he will be fine. If I got to single-handedly buy one million fucking Miles Bridges albums, I'll do it. Because that nigga can rap. So I don't care about, about what everybody else going to say if they extend him or not. I just think realistically, you have to. Because who... Okay, you don't sign Miles Bridges, right? Who do you bring in? Who's even still available? I don't fucking know. I don't want to look. I'm just saying. You can't really fucking... You can't really go through and take this one incident as a, okay, your career is over. Especially not in the NBA. Especially not when there's more sides to be told just because of the, the state we live in. And or not the state we live in, but the state of the world we live in. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's always gonna be a woman. It look, bro. If you ain't gay or a woman, you don't get no love. Period. I'm just gonna. That's just a fact. But anyways, speaking on NBA basketball, 
The motherfucking Knicks did one thing correct the whole offseason. And we got in fucking trouble for it, bitch. What kind of fucking shit is that, man? The Knicks got a temper and fucking... So, and, and, and you know what fucking sucks is, you know what sucks is, that Dallas snitched, motherfucker. Like, that's the worst part about it, is that Dallas snitched. You know what I'm saying? It's not that, it's not that the league caught us, you know what I'm saying? And then we got reprimanded. I don't care about that, because if you get caught, you get caught. It is what it is. But nigga, we got snitched on, bro. That's insanity. If you don't know what happened, so basically on draft night, Leon Rose said, fuck it. Fuck the picks. Fuck everybody. We gonna trade and get Jalen Brunson. I didn't think he could do it. I didn't think it was a done deal. They knew something we didn't apparently, which is fine. They're fucking NBA insiders, bro. Let them be great. So, they're saying that the deal with Brunson was illegal because talks begin before uh, the the tampering period was over. I don't care about none of that shit. I don't care about none of that shit, my nigga. Because at the end of the day, bro, we did one thing right. That's all we did. We did one thing right, bro. So, I don't see how y'all niggas could say, yeah, man, fuck the Knicks. They stupid. They, they fucking, uh, they, they the only team that got caught, blah, blah, blah. No, they didn't. They didn't. Nigga, they snitched on us, and then the league started looking into it. It's fucked up. Y'all mad that y'all point guard decided to come play in New York, bro? Because his dad has some backdoor deals that nobody knew about. That's between him. Why do we get... Nigga, find his dad, bro. We don't know him. Find that nigga. Some bullshit. Shit is some bullshit. You know what I'm saying? And, and this this article say, it's the same old story in New York for the Knicks and their fan base. We always get shit on. It's always a short end of the stick when it comes to the Knicks, bro. It's cool. You know what I'm saying? I ain't worried. But that's just some bullshit. I just want niggas to know that. Um, besides that, I think Leon Rose did a hell of a job this offseason. It ain't over yet. Because, you know what I'm saying, deals are just now going through. So, he's about to be able to to do some more shit right now. But I think, I think he's doing fine, bro. So, fuck it. If anybody got a problem, suck my dick, nigga. Come see me about it. I'll box about Leon Rose. Fuck it. He did a, He did an all right job. I was talking shit on draft night. On draft night, now I was talking my shit. I was in my room like, nah, these niggas traded away everything for nothing. But they needed cap space, and it, it makes sense now. They re-signed Mitchell Robinson. That's an elite pickup. Sleeper. Niggas is sleep on that, but that's an elite pickup. Like, the, the Knicks is moving, bro. I don't give a fuck. Um, shit. Like I said earlier, you know what I'm saying? I've been playing a lot of MLB. And, uh, well, when I was in Houston, Sunel was playing for me, basically. And uh, I told him to come play the new the new program or whatever. The Sizzling Summer program and shit is, is the new John. 
and I don't, I, you know, I guess I never really asked anybody, but it, so I didn't know what was going on until I was at the Houston uh, Astros game and shit, the Yankees game, and I was like, yo, um, you played a show? He said, yeah. I was like, all right, cool, goddamn. You know what I'm saying? Let me see what's happening. He said, uh, it's it's called uh, Sizzling Sizzling Summer or some bullshit. Mm. The problem for me is, I'm saying all I have to say, the program is fucking garbage, okay? It's it's not good. Um, it takes up until level 30, maybe level 36. So if you okay, let's let me not say that the game's on sale right now. So if you just bought it and you're getting into it, this is the perfect uh, program to jump you right up into the ninety overalls type beat. I already have a ninety four overall team. This program means nothing to me at all. Like the the last one, the future of the franchise. Every single player pretty much is in my lineup besides a few. Like I still got Otani, I still got Mike Trout in my lineup and shit like that, but. Besides that, like, uh, I got Roy Roy Holiday super fractured, um, Sean Doolittle super fractured, but you know what I'm saying? It's it's a lot of Bobby Miller. You know what I'm saying? He's about to be super fractured, and he's one of those uh, future of the franchise. I just I just think that program was ten times better than this one for introducing players into the game. You know what I'm saying? It it was like. I don't know. Even today, I got on and I played uh, the daily moments. They're, they they weren't fun. Like they they it's not it's not a fun program to play. Even doing the moments are not fun. Not not to say that it always is or whatever, but it's just not. I don't know. That shit ain't for me, man. If you like it, more power to you. I'm gonna just keep playing my mini seasons and and say fuck it. Um. What else did I speak uh, say earlier that I'm gonna talk about later? Oh, oh, I'm moving again. I'm moving again. Um, so we gotta prove for another place. It, well, okay, 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 okay. Let's let's run it back. We've been in this place for almost exactly a year now. This bitch is the worst landlord I've ever had in my life, nigga. If she crashes her car tomorrow, all I'm gonna say is, do we get our rent money back that we already paid her? Cause fuck that bitch. So, anyways, we've been looking to move out for a, a long-ass time. And shit lined up perfectly for us to move right next door to uh, to Chelsea Mom and shit. So, ugh. Ew. I ate a sandwich earlier, nigga, and I just burnt. And that shit, I can taste that shit all in my... Nah, I'm not even gonna say that. That sounded mad crazy. You know what, fuck it. I was going to say that shit, that shit tastes crazy in my throat, but you know what I'm saying? It is what it is. It's a pause moment. Um, what was I talking about? Oh, anyway, shit lined up perfectly for us to move right next door to Chelsea Mom and shit. So, that shit lit. We about to move up in there at the end of this month. Uh, oh, shit. You know... Another problem I have with it, I don't like this house. I I guess I should start, or y'all should know that too. I the place I live now, it's nice, but I personally don't like it. I can't wait, fucking wait to move. Aside from the landlord, this place is a fucking. It's like a, 
It's like if you took a fucking 89 Honda Civic. Nah, that's not. That, I, that ain't even comparable because cause, uh, 89 Honda Civic probably still on the road right now. Um, this shit is like if you took a fucking Chevy Cruze, nigga, and stripped the whole inside out and then drove around in that bitch. You know what I'm saying? Like. The outside gonna look straight. It's gonna look alright. You know what I'm saying? Not the best. It's gonna look alright though. You gonna open the door and be like, nigga, what the fuck? Fuck happened in here? Who put this shit together? You know what I'm saying? So I don't know. This shit just ain't for me, man. Um On the Zillow pictures or whatever, when you look up my crib, it's a basketball hoop in the front, right? And then the pictures, it looked like the hoop is is like playable. But you can't you you can't shoot a basketball in that motherfucker. You know what I'm saying? It's an it's it don't function. First of all, the shit is old as dirt, nigga. And it's a fucking mile high tree behind that motherfucker. And all the branches like cover the backboard and shit. So nigga Steph Curry couldn't shoot on my hoop right now. Shit is ridiculous, bro. And shit like that is what they used to, like, move us into the crib. I don't know, man. I just, I hate landlords. I hate shitty landlords. I hate moving into places that you, like, I hate people that show the crib. And they, they be so nice when they show the crib and then they get it. They get it all all put together. You move in and now they some pieces of shit. But it's all good. It's all good. You know what I'm saying? We blessed. We get. We got a new crib. Uh, we already started packing this shit. I'm recording in my room right now because we already started packing this shit. Um. Damn, I'm high as hell. Which brings me to my next point of conversation. What's the best weed y'all ever smoked, man? I need y'all to uh, DM me on Instagram and let me know what's the best weed y'all ever smoked. Personally, so I'm from the Bronx, right? And I started smoking when I, this ain't good. This ain't, I don't condone this or nothing. I fully believe no child should be smoking and you should stay in school and do all that good shit or whatever the fuck. But like I said, I started smoking when I was a little peon, like a little baby type beat. So, I, uh, shit, I was probably... Let me not. I was probably like eight or nine, nigga. It was terribleness, bro. Um, what the fuck? <laughs> she said, "My son sleep. Can you bring me my root beer? I can't right now, shorty." Uh, anyways, goddamn. Um, I'm from the Bronx, and I really like sour diesel, right? But specifically, back in like, back in like 2007, back in like 2005 to 2007, right? You could go, you could go uptown. So it was a few places. So, so for, for the sour I'm talking about, the purple bag sour, right? I would get that shit from my man's uptown or whatever. I would, I would take the bus. Ride uptown, grab like two, three ounces of sour, nigga, little purple bags, come back to the hood, and just do my thing, you know what I'm saying? 
smoke a couple zips, sell a zip, go back, see the nigga again. Um, what up, Remy? How you living? Um, so, it's, an, it's some other sour, right? And this shit, you had to go to, like, Long Island for my nigga. And it was the Guala Guala Boys, my nigga. That shit came in a little jar, bro. They called that shit, um, the G13 sour. If you from New York, you know what I'm talking about. Or if you if you ever been to New York and was looking for some weed and like specifically was like, yo, bro, where can I get some sour? Niggas definitely was like, yo, you could take the ferry, you know what I'm saying, and get some glass jar type beat. Nowadays, it don't fucking matter. The shit, they got medical up there and all types of shit. You, everybody got Mylar bags, so it don't matter. But nigga, back in the day, nigga. You couldn't just walk up on a nigga and be like, hey, bro, let me get some fucking Dumbo Gumbo Shark Lotto runs. You know what I'm saying? You couldn't do that. You had to know a nigga that knew a nigga to walk down the block to go grab that shit from upstairs type beat. So, that's the shit I miss. I miss that super, super, super OG sour, man. That shit that'll have your mouth puckering, no homo. That shit that you you smoke a blunt and you get so high you forgot you was high. You know what I'm saying? You be like, damn, nigga, why why I can't get off this couch? And then you just sniff the air. Oh shit, that's that sour in the air. Yup, I'm stuck here, nigga. I'm stuck. Yup, I miss those days, bro. Maybe it's just cause I was a little, you know what I'm saying? I was a young nigga and smoking. Is that, you think that's why? Y'all think that's why I think that sour is the best? Because, you know, maybe if I didn't smoke back then and I just started picking up weed, I would think that, uh, what I'm smoking right now, some candy kush. I would, what if I, you know what I'm saying? What if this was the first weed I smoked? Would I think this was the best weed I ever smoked? I don't know. Let me light this blunt. But y'all get what I'm saying, though? Like, all right. So the reason I think my sour or that sour, not my sour, that that purple back sour shit is the goat. And I'm pretty sure it was just like some East Coast sour diesel or some shit like that. Maybe some type of other sour diesel. But it was sour diesel. It wasn't nothing crazy. But maybe I think that's the best because that's nostalgia. You know what I'm saying? Like, what if I smoked it today? If I smoked that shit today, would I be like, mm, that's a mid, bro? That can't be true, because I smoked some uh, East Coast Sour Diesel just last year, or just earlier this year. That shit was slapping. Every blunt tasted immaculate. Nah, I'm right. I'm right. Sour Diesel the goat. But what y'all think? What's, what's the best weed y'all ever smoked? And why do y'all think that? Like, what was your experience with it that made you like, yeah, bro, that shit goaded. That shit is the the shit. Like, I could vividly remember, right? We broke into, nah, nah, hold on, hold on, pause. We allegedly, nah, I'm not even going to say that. I know some niggas, nah, listen, this is a story I heard one time. So, some niggas have broken to a laundromat. Right in the hood, and they stole the quarters that was in the fucking in the washing machine <laughs> in the dryer. You know what I'm saying? Cause you could just you could pop the shit open with a screwdriver and just like 
I don't know. This is just what I heard that you could you could pop the shit open with a screwdriver and just get all the quarters out. You know what I'm saying? And dollars and shit, whatever they use. You know what I'm saying? The miscellaneous monies. So, so I know some niggas that did that, and they went in all cop. They was they was some young niggas. So it was it was like five of them. So they went and cop one one zip. All them all them fucking this was when like zips was like four hundred, right? So all the all the shit allegedly. So this is when uh they took all the coins and shit and all the dollars they had. They went in in uh the supermarket. They went and turned them in at the supermarket. They got their little money and shit, went and bought a zip of the of the sour, the purple bag sour. All nickel bags. All in nickel bags. Right? Vividly remember, nigga. Nah, I can't say that. I, I vividly remember this story. I remember a nigga telling me this story. Right after that. Right after niggas blew down all that sour, bro. They robbed a candy truck. And it's crazy because... That's the first time that so that summer was the first time that that candy truck was going to pull up. And uh, I'm from I'm from in, in the Bronx. I'm from uh, R- R- River Park Towers and shit. Roberto Clemente State Park is like right behind it type beat. So the it's a fucking like big ass family. Shit. It's, like I said, it's a fucking state park. So y'all got to forgive me, man. I'm hired and shit. Anyways. Um, that was the first summer that this shit, that candy place was going to open up and like, it was like a mobile truck, you know what I'm saying? And that shit just would drive around the state park and and sell candy. This was the first, the first year that shit was going to be in the towers, nigga, at Roberto Clemente. And for some reason, they parked that shit, they parked that shit right in the open. Like, it was right, right in the open, bro. Like, right out in the open, nigga. You literally could hop. If you had a screwdriver, you probably could have hopped on and fucking stole that bitch. <laughs> like, you, that shit was in the open, bro. So, I heard these niggas had told me, somebody had told me that these niggas took some garbage bags full of candy out the truck. Like, six full black garbage bags. And, uh, yeah, bro, that's how niggas use that shit to, to create an endless supply of sour diesel in the hood off a candy truck. That shit really crazy. That's just, that's just a hood myth or whatever. I don't know nothing about nothing that happened personally and shit, but you know what I'm saying? That's just what I heard. But yeah, man, that's why I think that that sour diesel niggas created an empire because they was high off sour diesel and decided to do some dumb shit. Insanity. Insanity. <clears throat> I was watching uh well first first Do you niggas think you could fight a bear? Just one bear, not a family of bears or nothing like that. Like not you ain't running into the Berenstein's or nothing like that. Or or Brinsteins? Bernsteins? Brennan Steins. I don't know how to say them fucking German bears names. Anyway, 
Anyway, one bear, nigga, in a cage for one round, two minutes. And I asked that because I watched uh, Tropic, or wait, yeah, Tropic Thunder. Wait, no, that ain't the name of it. What's the name of that movie? Is that the name of it? Nah, I'm high, bro. Tropic Thunder is the army movie. Semi-Pro is the movie I watched with the Flint Tropics. And this nigga Jackie Moon fought a, a, a bear. Like, he was in the he was in a cage with the bear and shit. I mean, he didn't fight it. It whooped his ass and then got out. But my point, my, my question is, he was scared off the rip. But with some confidence build up, do you think you could do it? Maybe say like a... How much does a baby bear weigh? Let's look. Let's see. Because... I'm not saying that I think I could beat it, but what I am saying is, I think if I get in a three-point stance and go tackle the motherfucker, I got a chance. Tackle the nigga and back up and try again, you know what I'm saying? Hold on. How much? Hold on. I, I guess I could. How much is a bear weigh? According to National Park Service... An adult male black bear can weigh oh. up to 600 pounds, listen, females up to listen. 350 pounds. Although brown bears resemble black bears, they are generally larger than black bears. Oh. Alright, okay. So, I rescind my statement. <laughs> I probably couldn't, I probably couldn't fight a brown bear. But a black bear? Between 350 and 600 pounds? I think I could take that. I could take that. Because I'd fight a nigga that was 600 pounds. You know what I'm saying? So, I think... <coughs> but is that nigga 600 pounds of muscle, though? And claws and teeth? I don't know, bro. Like I said, I think... If I come at it from an angle... Like, we in the cage, so I'm assuming it's a ring inside, too. Type beat, right? So, I'm saying, if I hit the ropes one time... If I'm in a three-point stance, drop back, hit the ropes, run up on the nigga, and bang, you know what I'm saying? Hit that nigga, like, right in his spleen or some shit, something crazy like that. Take that nigga down for a second, back up, load up, do it again a couple more times. Because, like I said, we only need to stay up in there for two minutes. And then they hit that little nigga with a tranquilizer or something, put that nigga down for a second so I can get out. But I'm saying, though. I think you could do it. I think it's po I'm not saying I'm not saying it's logical, but I think it's possible. And I think some niggas could do it. You know what I'm saying? Like that uh that liver king nigga, I'm sure. I'm I'm positive. I'm positive that nigga could go two minutes with the bear. No homo, that sounds crazy. I'm positive that nigga could could fight a bear for two minutes. You know what I'm saying? So I don't know, man, but like I said, I was watching Semi-Pro earlier, and I just want to give Will Ferrell a, uh, a big thanks. This nigga provided me so many laughs over the years, and I guess, I guess, you know what I'm saying, I just, it's not that I didn't realize how many movies he was in, but I didn't realize how really fucking funny this nigga is like he is fucking hilarious bro like he he don't miss 
I don't think I ever seen a Will Ferrell movie. It was like, yeah, that shit was kind of ass, bro. Wait, I lied. I watched uh, Holmes and Watson. That shit was terrible. That shit was absolute buns. But besides that, besides that, I ain't never seen nigga. Even kicking and screaming was mad gas. That uh, that movie where he had a baby and his dad had a baby or some shit like that. You know what I'm saying? That shit was mad gas, my nigga. Um, I guess I ain't never. So that shit is on Netflix, is why I watched it. When I was when I was younger, I guess I never really paid attention. But uh, Woody Harrelson and Andre Three Thousand really killed their roles in that shit. This shit got a fucking five point eight on IMDb and the twenty two percent on Rotten Tomatoes. Fuck that shit, nigga. The users love it, nigga. Fuck what they talking about, nigga. Because, because that shit funny as fuck. Yeah, I was in that bitch. Nigga said, hey, bro, let's win. <laughs> let's win. But try not to win by too much. And the nigga was like, what? Try not to win by too much. <coughs> this nigga, uh, Andre 3000 was like, yeah, man. <coughs> and we score 125 points. Jackie got to give everybody in here corn dogs. Nigga said. Nigga Will Ferrell said, we don't even serve corn dogs. <laughs> Bruh, nah, this nigga was blocking his own teammates and all that shit, bro. And then at the end of the game, nigga didn't speak no English. He put it up. Fucking, they scored 126 points. Crowd was going crazy, bro. This nigga ran out the gym just took off, bro. Oh, my God, I was dying, bro. I was dying. I was dying, and I've seen that movie before. It shouldn't be so fucking funny, but it is. There's so many small parts in that shit that just, I don't know. When, as a kid, you got a, like a shorter attention span, and I smoked weed, so like my attention span was terrible, and I couldn't see and shit. <laughs> Bro, my vision was terrible. Like I used to not pay attention to shit just because I couldn't see and some more shit. So, like, you know... That's why I was such a bad student from like elementary. Hold on, nigga. That shit hurt. Okay, listen. That's why I was a bad student from like elementary to like goddamn sophomore year, bro. Because I couldn't see nothing. And then I went to the I went to the eye doctor and I was like finally honest because you know I used to lie I used to squint and some more shit when they would be like read the line I would just squint and just you know what I'm saying say some bullshit and I would get it right just because I could see a little bit while I'm squinting but nigga you can't do that in school bro like it I'm not even right in the head in the morning so fucking I don't know man I finally got glasses and I I, I became a much better student bro like. I actually started paying attention in class and shit. I was never stupid. I could always just like... That's why I would always like... I was never like held back or no crazy shit like that. I would just always fucking ace my tests or whatever. And fucking like do all my homework and shit. But never pay attention. I was a horrible student in class. Like it was fucking horrible bro. Because I just couldn't see. They would always put me in the back of shit too. Like... 
Like, okay, we got to stop that shit, too. So, I'm a bigger nigga, right? So, when I was younger, I was a bigger nigga, too. And they would always fucking put me in the back of the class, bro. I can't see nothing from back there, bitch. I sat up here for a reason. Like, I sat in the front for a reason. I can't see nothing, ho. You gonna rearrange this whole shit because I'm a big nigga? That hurts. That hurts, teacher. Do you not know that? That hurts because I can't see now. What that shit say on the board? I don't know. Gibbs don't know. I can't see. You a piece of shit, lady. But I don't know why I said lady. I guess I never really had a male teacher make a fucking seating chart or nothing like that before. Nigga was always just like, hey, just sit wherever you want. It's mostly female teachers that try to be like real organized and shit like that. So I don't know. But back to these wolf. Nah, fuck that. Hold on. What I was saying was, we got to stop putting kids in the back of the class, nigga. You don't know what they see or what their vision is like, bitch. You better go to... If you want to make a seating chart, motherfucker, you better go to the nurse. You know what I'm saying? And figure it out. Hey, bruh. Everybody, this is, this is my whole roster of children. Tell me who got shitty vision and I'll organize it from there. You know what I'm saying? Because at the end of the day, bruh, the nurses ain't doing shit anyway. What they doing? Give them some diabetic care insulin? No offense to no. You know what I'm saying? Giving a nigga a fucking... A fucking ice... Listen to that shit. The ice packs they used to give us, bro. Was just a folded napkin that was wet inside of a plastic bag that they threw in the freezer. Shit stayed cold for maybe two seconds after you took it out, bro. used to be like hey you want another ice pack to take to class bitch for what what am i gonna do with it i'm gonna make it back to class and be like well this shit garbage what the fuck i'm gonna do with this soggy ass sack bro come on now come on now lady man that was the worst shit about going to the nurse but yeah bro we gotta stop putting kids just wherever that you want in class let them figure it out. They know where they want to sit, nigga. They sitting where they sit for a reason. Whether it be for a bitch or goddamn to see better because the niggas in the back stank. You know what I'm saying? Because niggas is annoying around them. You don't know. Let niggas sit where they need to. But back to what I was saying about Will Ferrell, nigga. Elf is one of the greatest movies on the planet. Not just Christmas movies. I'm talking about in general, right? Because listen, I realized this the other day. I was watching that shit just on a random and I'm like, hey, bruh, this shit really hard. Like, you can't, no nigga in the world can be mad while they watching Elf. At all, bro. It's too many goaded scenes. My man bought lingerie for his dad. Because the sign said for somewhat special in your life or some crazy shit like that. Hilarious. Hilarious. Nigga said Santa's going to be here tomorrow. My man's pulled up to the store, got the shit looking mad spiffy. Sat on Santa's lap and said, you're not Santa. Had a whole fucking fight with this nigga, bro. Hilarious scene. <clears throat> The Pop-Tart spaghetti shit, that's a little fucking disgusting. But, you know what I'm saying? That's alright. The shit, the shit was cool. That's a good-ass movie, man. I, uh...
Oh, shit. But while I was watching it, like I said, I watched it the other day. And while I was watching it, something came to mind. So you know how, like, evolution happens, right? Or I don't know if you believe in that type of shit. Or, you know, I I don't really give a fuck what y'all believe. Listen, just listen to this. So, our elves just mutated midgets because, because listen, they got, the only thing wrong with them is they got the fucked up ears, right? Like, I never seen a, uh, I never seen an elf, like, hold on, hold on, is they, them shoes they wear, do they wear them shoes because their feet is fucked up too, or, what is wrong with elves? Why did I just Google that? Like, this shit gonna tell me. This shit brung up d and I've never played Dungeons & Dragons in my life, nigga. <clears throat> ah, here we go, here we go, okay, hold on. I found some shit. I found some shit. Oh, so they supposed to be fairies, nigga? Nah, that can't be right. That can't be right. How they fairies? Oh, they humanoid fairies. Okay. Okay. This shit really didn't tell me nothing. All I'm saying is, do you think that, because you know, this nigga was a saint, whatever that means, because his name's Saint Nicholas, ain't it? So, like, the elves that he got, gotta be older than fucking shit, too. Because he gotta be, you know what I'm saying? So, I feel like, uh, ah, fuck, I just burnt myself. I feel like they just evolved over time, you know what I'm saying? To get those fucked up ears. Maybe, maybe Santa ain't as good as we think. You know what I'm saying? What if he kidnapped midgets to start off? You know what I'm saying? We we don't know none of that. They only tell us the good shit. What if Santa kidnapped midgets to start off and made... What if... Alright. Okay. Because one midget wouldn't do it. What if Santa kidnapped two midgets? Right? One female, one male. He made them mate. He made them mate. Right? And then he made the dad and the daughter mate. Boom. Now we got the fucked up ears. Now we got the fucked up ears. And then he's slaving them out. He got them niggas making them fucked up janky toys. You know, that's why you get the 99 cent store joints. You know what I'm saying? The fucking the Macho Man Randy Savage toys. But he got like the nigga don't say nothing. You know what I'm saying? He got no move. He's stiff as a board. The shit say like uh, world wrestling, worldwide type beat. You know what I'm saying? Not WWE, just world wrestling, worldwide type shit. You know what I'm saying? That's where you get them toys. That Those were the first batch. And then these midgets started evolving more. They started making better toys. And Santa's like, you know, I can keep this shit going for a while. Hold on, let me light this blunt. Because this shit, this shit is real facts. So, boom. I don't know. You think Santa built his empire off stolen midgets? <clears throat> and then, and then, if if that's the case, right? 
As Santa built his empire of stolen midgets, is Santa a slave owner? So are we getting toys from slave owners? Is that is that is that what's happening every Christmas? We're letting a, a white man trick us into having midget slaves with fucked up ears make us toys. And he's delivering them. All while breaking and entering. It's fascinating, bro. And we just allow the shit to happen because we get shit in return. I don't know, man. Me personally, I think it's time we take a hard look at Santa. Because that nigga ain't right. He started that empire off dirty money, man. And if my niggas could get hit by the feds for it, so can Santa. That's all I'm saying. I don't know. <clears throat> y'all think y'all could work for Santa, nigga? Because it don't seem like that hard of a job. You really only got to work. Like, you probably got to meet a quota or some weird shit like that. Like, like nothing crazy. Like, hey, bro, just make, make 150 toys today. Or 150 iPads or whatever the fuck. Nah, they make those in China. Or just, just make 150 generic toys. You know, the shit we seen in Elf. Or however many they had to make. That nigga Buddy was shitty at making them. I'm shitty at remembering the numbers, so it's all good. You know what I'm saying? I think I could work for Santa. Is he fucked up? Yes. Do he probably got crazy benefits? Absolutely. So I think I could work it out. I think I could work it out. Like, just imagine Christmas food 24-7, nigga. That's crazy. Them little airhead candy canes. The fucking, the Sour Patch Kid candy canes. I like candy canes. You know what I'm saying? Immaculate. 24-7, bro. I think I could do it. I think... Remember one episode I talked about how much would it logically cost to buy a nigga? I think I could be bought with some fucking candy canes and, and Christmas food year-round. If Santa... No bullshit, right? Listen. No bullshit at all. If Santa was like, all you gotta do to work for me and get free room and board, all the pets you want, goddamn, you could fucking... How these midgets work for you too, cause you supreme, you six three, you know what I'm saying? Goddamn, hey, what is you jaw lock? Hey, stop punching the fuck out yourself, Remy. What's wrong with you, girl? Anyways, all you gotta do is make some toys and hit a quota monthly. So maybe say, maybe say five thousand toys a month, right? Nigga, I can do that. For free room and board, all the motherfucking, all the motherfucking Christmas food I can eat 24-7. I got free midget workers. I got mad toys around. I'm sure this nigga got crazy cable. 
This nigga's in the North Pole, bro. He got to be the only one out there. Wi-Fi got to be nuts, bro. You know what I'm saying? Shit got to be jumping out the roof, bro. I think I'm with it. I think I'm with it. I think I'm with it. Mostly because... Alright. Mostly because... I feel like the pay would be shitty... But, what's that? 12 times 5, what's that, goddamn? Like 60 or some weird shit? Like, no, that's that's 6, I think. I don't know, man. I'm not good at math. I'm not good at math. But listen. Wait. Wait, yes, I am. That's goddamn. Here, get out. That's goddamn 74, ain't it? Right? What did I say? Fuck, I'm high, bro. I don't even know. But listen, the quota wouldn't even be that hard, bro. I think I, I think I could fucks with it. I think I could work for Santa. Shit wouldn't be, shit wouldn't be that hard. But I don't know, man. I've been watching a lot of kid movies lately. I went to see um, Minions: The Rise of Gru. Or, yeah, I think that's what it's called. The New Minions movie. I ain't seen it in 3D. I just seen the uh, the regular shit. Um, mostly because I feel like if my son put on 3D glasses, he gonna freak the fuck out. So, I'm just not even gonna do that. But, we went to see the regular shit. And it wasn't that bad, bro. That shit wasn't that bad. I never seen a Minions movie or uh what's so the Minions come from uh Despicable Me, right? I never seen any of the Despicable Me movies at all. So like nothing from that universe or whatever the fuck. Um The voice actors I saw was pretty dope. They had Steve Carell, um Taraji P. Henson, they had uh what's that one nigga from uh Get Him to the Greek? Um Fuck, bro. The druggie, bro. I forgot his name. He not a druggie in real life. I don't think he do no drugs in real life. Russell Brand. Russell Brand. That's his name. Um, it was a lot of motherfuckers in that shit. It wasn't bad, though. My son was dancing basically the whole movie and shit. So that was lit. Um, What you want, girl? Fuck out my face. Your one blue eyes just creeping in the door. Come in. Weird ass motherfucker. Um. Fuck. Anyway. I say that to say my favorite movie ever is also a kid's movie. It's, it's The Lion King. And while I do like The Lion King 1, I think The Lion King 2 has a better, a better story. Like a better fucking all around like lesson to be learned I guess is the is what I'm looking for there cause I ain't gonna hold you and I can fight so I can say this but I cried during uh, Lion King 2 I'll admit it and I was a grown ass man when I did it too I wasn't even a kid Lion King 2 
Good-ass movie. Excellent fights. Excellent fucking shit to learn. I don't know what that means. Excellent lessons learned, you know what I'm saying? Tight beat. And it's crazy because now we coming up into the times where, like, these kids probably ain't never seen Lion King before at all. Like, they probably never will unless we show it to them. And I guess that's what they mean by you don't know what the classics are until you get older and shit. Because even though our parents and we, like, we didn't know this shit, that the, the movies would be classics and, and movies we would show our kids and shit. At the time, they was just, you know what I'm saying, lit-ass movies for us to see. But now, it's some shit that you could watch and, and learn the lesson and look back on some shit. And yeah, yeah. I cried during that movie. I cried during uh, uh, Full Metal Jacket. That's a movie on, uh, well, I had it on DVD when I was younger. So, I don't... It's on Netflix now, I believe. So, you can still catch that shit if you've never seen it. But, it's a, it's a war story. <clears throat> and it follows uh, my man, Private Joker. Private Joker got drafted. And my man, Private Joker, was a murderer. And he didn't like to be. So... It's not quite Hacksaw Ridge because he, he wasn't against. He wasn't a medic and he wasn't against killing anybody. He just didn't really like to. You know what I'm saying? Well, I guess i never seen Hacksaw Ridge, but from the previews, it looked like the nigga objectively was healing both sides. Like he, he didn't give a shit who was hurt. He was just healing everyone. He didn't want to shoot anyone or none of that shit. So I don't know. That's what it looked like in the previews. Never watched the movie. Probably never will. But cried during that shit. Full Metal Jacket. Um, hmm. Mostly, mostly in the beginning of Full Metal Jacket. Because it's a really fucked up movie. Like how it opens up. A lot of shit happens at once. And then, and then you know what I'm saying, the... The plot thickens, but that's a good movie. If you never seen it, catch that shit. Um, what else did I cry during? You know what I'm saying? I'm pussy when it comes to movies and shit. Like, shit, Grey's Anatomy, I probably done cried maybe three, four times. And it's, what, it got like 17 seasons? Probably like three, four times. When they smoked my nigga, when they smoked, bro, bro, listen to me. When they smoked my nigga Derek, bro. And then, and then they turned my nigga O'Malley to a backwood. Nah, bro. Shit was sickening, bro. That whole shit had me... Listen, bro. I ain't never... I ain't never want to go to war with a TV studio so much, nigga. I was ready to fucking fly out and fist fight Shonda Rhimes over O'Malley dying, bro. I promise you. Fist fight that bitch. Promise you. But yeah, I done cried during Grey's Anatomy. Um, shit, what else? Uh, I, you know, this is weird. 
But I got depression, and that's why I cried during this next one. But it's a You're the Worst. It's a show on Hulu. It, it well, it was a show on FX, but it's on Hulu now. If you want to stream it, but I don't know, man. It was one. It was one season where this bitch Gretchen just broke down, and uh, she she was in a real bad state of depression. If you ever dealt with the shit, you know, you don't want to talk to nobody. You don't really. You want people around, but you don't want to say it. You just tell everybody to fuck off type beat. You know what I'm saying? It's a whole bunch of shit you deal with. So, if you if you deal with mental health shit, bro, please please get some help. Get checked out. Talk to your doctor. Talk to your family and shit. But, anyways, she was fucked up. And she told her man, like, that they could just break up whenever she get herself together. She'll move her shit out and blah, blah, blah. You know what I'm saying? Shit you do when you depressed. You just push everybody away and shit. And he said, all right, fuck it. I'm going to stop trying. I'm going to just say fuck you and go fuck another bitch or whatever. And uh, I don't know. The nigga, he walked out the crib and he thought about it for a second. And the nigga just spun back around and he, uh, he grabbed a blanket, some pillows and shit. And he just laid down, because she was laying on the floor, just on the carpet and shit. So he grabbed a blanket and uh, some pillows and shit and just laid on the floor next to her. And that bitch started crying, which made me cry, because I understood why she, why, why she was crying. You know what I'm saying? Like, it was, it was fucking crazy. It was one of those moments where I'm like, damn, nigga, I'm fucked up. Like, I need to go talk to somebody. But, yeah, bro. Crying during that shit. Um... There's also this fucking, this ghetto-ass movie called uh, Prison Song. It got a whole bunch of Mary J. Blodges in it, Q-Tip is in it, Fat Joe, uh, fucking the nigga from The Wire. Um, I forget, bro, name. The nigga from The Wire. I forget his name, but yeah, it's a bunch of motherfuckers in that shit. Um, basically... It just shows how fucked up the system is because Q-Tip is a young nigga, him and his friend. They, uh, when, well, I don't know who the kid is played by, but he grows up to be Q-Tip. But anyways, the fuck, <laughs> he grows up to be Q-Tip. <laughs> like, yeah, bro, he got arrested. The movie's based off. Nah, anyways, anyways, nigga. They got arrested when they was younger for pointing lasers at the cops and shit. And the cops shot at them. So they got in trouble, which is the most insane shit ever. But they got in trouble, got arrested. Um, Mary J. Blige was the kid's mom. And she went up to the cops, started flipping out. They drugged her and fucking ended up taking her away from or taking him away from her while while he was locked up. So he was a product of fucking foster care and shit. And Fat Joe played a bully and he and he would bully this nigga Q tip and shit. Like fuck with him all the time and shit. And they was riding the train one or waiting for the train one time. And Fat Joe came in and he was fucking with him. And Q tip pushed that nigga and he fucking died on the train tracks. And his lawyer was telling him, like, yeah, bro, self-defense, self-defense, you're going to be right. You're going to get five years. Like, don't worry about it. I, I already spoke to the judge and shit. 
This nigga ended up getting like 25 to life or some shit like that. And in the courtroom, he just started flipping out. He was like, well, he didn't flip out. He was more in shock than flipping out. He was like, you know what I'm saying? Like, what the fuck happened? You told me five years. Like, what the fuck, nigga? I would have got a different lawyer type beat if you, you know what I'm saying? Would have told me I'm going to do 25 to life and shit. But anyways, while he in jail, he uh, tried to talk to his mom and shit. She ain't doing no good. Um... His fucking, his step pops is also a jail. That nigga get killed. Uh, and basically, it ends with this nigga trying to escape jail. Like, it was a big-ass prison break or whatever. And they was trying to escape. Everybody got out except for him. And he was stuck between, like, like the intake gate where, like, I don't know why y'all niggas would know this, but... When you go to prison, it's like a fucking, it's like you get off the bus, they take you into a gate, like individually and shit, and they make sure you ain't got nothing on you and shit like that, and then they put you through, and then you go through like processing and all that shit, but anyways, he was stuck in the intake gate with a guard, and he had a fucking shank up to the guard's neck, and uh, they was negotiating with him. Negotiate with him. Finally, he was just like, "All right, fuck it. I'll come back in if y'all don't kill me or whatever." And he went to like he went to let the guard go. And as soon as he did, niggas put a shotgun shell through that nigga right in his chest. Boom, bitch. I cried like they just shot me. I was like, "Oh nah." Hell nah, that not my nigga, man. Like, nah, man. The shit, the shit was real fucked up. Like, I don't know. That shit made me cry. I don't know. I like emotional movies. Um, it's also this movie with Queen Latifah. She like a fucking. She's she got HIV. She HIV positive. Hold on. Movie where Queen Latifah is HIV positive. Life Support is a 2007 movie directed by Nelson there you George, go. starring Queen yeah. Latifah, Evan Ross, and Tracy Ellis yeah, Ross. Yeah, 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 that shit go dummy. Okay, okay, it's called Life Support. So basically, she got HIV, and she go, like, she go around and try to help people with HIV and people that do drugs and shit like that. She just is a positive role model. Like, she, she walk around with, like... A suitcase full of condoms and shit like that for the crackheads so they and clean needles and shit like that. And you know what I'm saying? Like, I don't condone drug use, but nigga, they gonna do the drugs with or without you. So I would rather them niggas not die from sharing needles or fucking get HIV from sharing needles. So I don't know, maybe that's just me. Like and maybe I'm biased in a way because when it comes to the fentanyl situation, I'm going to get back to the movie in a second, but when it comes to the fentanyl situation in America, I don't really feel bad because, nigga, y'all are choosing to do fake drugs. Like, I, when people get HIV and shit from, from dirty needles and shit like that, I personally think that's much different than a nigga dying from fentanyl and 
and fucking accidentally shooting up fentanyl and shit like that. That's that's a way different situation. You just so happen to have a shitty plug, and uh, well, I done been on fucking crazy ass subreddits where they be wanting fentanyl. So who knows? You know what I'm saying? If you chose that route, that's on you. Them niggas didn't choose to shoot up with a nigga that had HIV or that had HIV. You know what I'm saying? They just so happened. Maybe they got lied to. You don't know what happened. They they didn't choose to do that shit. They didn't choose to fuck a bitch raw or fuck a nigga in the ass raw and get HIV. That that shit happened. You know what I'm saying? So it's better off them niggas protect themselves. But I don't feel the same way about like provide clean meth. No, bitch. Just stop doing meth. Or get a better plug. I don't know what your problem is, but that's between you and and the, provide clean heroin. No, no, that's insanity. That that's nuts. I would never. Now, if you're gonna do that shit, just make everything legal. That's a much that's a much different that's a much different objective than fucking yeah. Y'all provide clean heroin. No, bro, that's that's going to create a whole bunch of bullshit. Nigga, that'll be the first time you see America. Oh, my God, my chest, nigga. Oh, Lord. That'll be the first time you see America invade a country to smuggle out bricks of heroin, nigga. That's crazy shit, bro. Like, nah, we don't need that. We do not need that. So we good. Don't don't do that part. You know what I'm saying? Just but anyway, back to this movie. Yeah, she fucking um I don't know. And it's not even like a long movie. It's what how long is this shit? An hour and thirty minutes? Well, I guess that's standard type beat. Ninety minutes. I don't know. This is a good ass movie. Y'all niggas should watch that shit. It's a... Oh, shit. It's a true story? I didn't know it was a true story, bro. Real shit. That's the first time I'm learning that. With Like, right now, as I'm reading this fucking... This shit on my phone. That's craziness. Nah, that's real. 2007. That's a good-ass movie, bro. That's one that if none of the other movies I, I talked about... Y'all watch, y'all should watch that shit. Hey, man, also, speaking of what I've been up to, I'm a uh, seller on whatnot now, so, you know, as if you know me personally, you know I be fucking with the sports cards. Even if you don't know me personally, you follow me on Instagram probably, and you fucking see me upload a ton of sports cards and selling and shit like that. I sold on eBay for a while, and the fees just got insane it, it's become not even worth it to sell anything on there so um i have fucking i got on whatnot and i like the app i started buying stuff on there a while ago and all of a sudden i got an email which i'm sure is just standard they were like hey if you know you you made we see you like are on our app a lot if you want to become a seller just apply and someone will get to you and shit like that. And first time I applied, it was nothing. They uh, said I didn't have a big enough social media following or whatever. Which is weird because ever since then I've gotten maybe 200 more followers. And I'm, I'm only had 
I only have 900 followers on Instagram, and somehow that is enough, but 725 ain't enough. I don't know. I don't care. Anyway, I uh, started selling on whatnot, had my first show. I sold 26 items, and uh, mostly singles and sports sports cards and shit like that, and uh, it was pretty fun, man. The... the the vibes was dope. Everybody came out and kicked it and was just chatting with me. Fucking, I threw up some cards starting at a dollar. They fucking grabbed them. People were requesting shit. If I had it, I put it up for them for a dollar. Shit like that. So, I don't know, man. Just, it's some, it's some shit that I think is really, really fun. I think it's fun. I think it's a good pastime, a good... I don't have a job. I'm a stay-at-home dad. So, like, it's a good way for me to make passive income. I just sell... I'll sell parts of my collection that I don't use anymore or don't fucking... Don't particularly need anymore. Like, my next show coming up is probably going to be next week sometime. And I'm going to sell some comic books that I have on deck that I know people want and I know people need. I just haven't put them up for sale yet, so... I'm a, uh, you know what I'm saying, start start thinning out my collection and shit like that, and uh, yeah, man, I don't know, let me spark this last point right quick, um, if you ever want to tap in on whatnot, my name on there is uh, Gibbs Cuts, just Gibbs Cuts. Uh, there's a good chance there'll be like one show a week. You know what I'm saying? Once once I move and get settled in, there'll be like one show a week. Um, aside from that, I've been uh traveling a lot and get out there. And you know, one thing that I've noticed. Well, one thing that traveling to Houston specifically made me notice is the fucking food in Lincoln is terrible. Like, not not the food options, the actual food service, like the the people making the shit are terrible. Like, we went to a, a McDonald's at fucking in Kansas at like three in the morning or some weird shit like that. That nigga was nice as fuck, and he was getting flooded. He was nice as fuck. He made everything fresh as shit, too. Like, it was dope. The service was dope as fuck. I ain't never had that type of service at a McDonald's in Lincoln, bro. Fucking, we went to In-N-Out. They were getting slaughtered, obviously, because a bunch of fucking tourists was there and shit. So, we went to, uh, well, I went in. Because my son was in the car, so Chelsea stayed in the car with Denver, and I went in, I got uh, her order, my order, walked out, ate in the fucking car real quick, and we dipped out. And while I was there, at one point, a line had formed out the door. The shit stayed like that for maybe two minutes. Maybe two minutes. The fucking drive-thru was wrapped around, shit stayed like that for maybe two minutes. They were fucking workhorses back there, bro. They had like... I ain't never seen so many people in the kitchen in my fucking life, bro. 
They had like 20 people in the kitchen flipping burgers and fries and shit, bro. That shit was nuts. I was, nigga, I was astounded. I was like, nah, bro. Y'all really got y'all shit unlocked. No bullshit. No bullshit. The service was immaculate. Fuck the food. The food could have came out to be fucking zero stars, nigga. I would have still went back because of the service. No cap. Speaking on that, though, in and out is not that good. Whataburger is better. And Freddy's is also better, which we have in Lincoln. So if you never went to In-N-Out or whatever, if you're from Lincoln or, well, really, wherever you're listening at, and <clears throat> you've never been to In-N-Out, go to your lo uh, local burger joint, and it's probably better. Realistically, this is going to sound crazy, but Five Guys is better. So I don't know. That's just my personal opinion. But Whataburger, if we're going Whataburger versus In-N-Out, Whataburger takes it every time. Every time. And it's not, it's really not close at all either. Um, I would like to see like a, I want a White Castle in motherfucking, because, alright, so their whole thing is, they don't let people buy it where they can't source fresh beef or whatever. But, nigga, we right next to Omaha. Like, I'm sure we can get beef delivered every day for some burgers at White Castle, nigga. So bring us a White Castle, nigga. Fuck is you talking about? Come on, let's make it happen. Yo, Piedmontese, nigga. Y'all niggas buy some land and sponsor me up. And now I'll open up a White Castle, nigga. I'll work there like a slave, nigga. Fuck is you talking about? Nigga, give me unlimited chicken rings, nigga. On God, I'll work there for free, nigga. And that's on my mama and them, nigga. Unlimited chicken rings? I think so. Yes, sir. And a Coke? Thank you. I take it and them little them little fucking them little fucking crinkle cut fries. I take it. You know it every time. White Castle good as fuck, nigga. If your only experience with White Castle is them little frozen burgers, I'm so sorry, nigga. Cause that shit immaculate. Immaculate. The little onions and shit. Goated, bruh. Man. I was looking yesterday. This is a random segue into another conversation, but I'm high, so who cares? I was looking at PlayStation Plus yesterday. And uh, the the uh, PlayStation Premium or, I don't know, it's like essential and shit like, it's three tiers of that shit. And it, that shit told me it'll cost me uh, 38, 38 bucks and some change. To upgrade for the rest of the year. For the rest of the year, right? But. My whole thing is. Nigga, if I want to buy a game, I'm going to just buy the game. I don't need a subscription service to, to then play that game. Because. What if I don't want to play PlayStation Plus no more? What if I never want to play an online game again? You know what I'm saying? That shit crazy to me. But yeah, that's just me personally. I don't think it's worth it. Maybe at some point, 
at some point when I see like, nigga, you know what? Fuck it. I know the exact game that'll make me buy it. If they put Max Payne 2 on that motherfucker, listen, bro. My card is on there. Just take however much money y'all want. However much. I'll personally fund this shit. Put Max Payne 2 on the highest tier of PlayStation Plus. I'll buy that shit right now. I'll buy that shit right now. Fuck is you talking about? Max Payne 2 is one of the best games ever. And if you never played it, I'm about to spoil the ending, so suck my dick. But the ending is so ridiculously easy, but you wouldn't think about it until you fucking failed 30 times. Because, you know, back in the day, you couldn't just Google what the fuck to do on the games and shit. So it would be like, on all right, so on the last level of that game, you're like running Oh, like running in a fucking square and there's a dude up top you gotta shoot at and you think that you're hitting him like you're shooting and you think that you're stopping and hitting him the whole time he's just fucking you up bro just straight smoking you and you're not supposed to shoot him you're supposed to shoot there's like a fucking like a, a little thing above him right and there's four so the reason you're running in a square is because Technically, you have to hit one, two, three, four, five. You have to hit eight shots, technically, right? So, you're running in a square, and each time you got to stop, look up, shoot one of the corners, and then run, shoot another corner. There's little fucking black things holding this thing in place above him. You shoot each one of those. There's four of them. So, you shoot each corner, which makes the eight shots you got to hit. Fucking that thing drops on him. Ends the game. Crazy ass cutscene happens. Boom, bitch. Fuck your mother. That shit is mad lit. I would pay mad money to play that game right now. No bullshit. Any amount of money. That's a Rockstar game, I believe. So, Rockstar. Y'all niggas hear me, bruh? Do y'all niggas hear me? Drop that shit, nigga. I'm with it. I'm ready. Ready and willing right now, nigga. On ganging them. But shit. I, uh, while I was packing today, I realized I got a lot of, uh, well, not, I, I, I didn't realize this today, but while I was packing, it made me realize I'm only missing a few Batman ones from, uh, the newest movie and shit. I got, uh, shit, I mean, I even got the Oswald Cobblepot chase and shit, the, the Funko Pop. So, I'm missing Selena Kyle on her, uh, motorcycle. I'm missing Selena Kyle Chase, her base one. I have her base one. I need her Chase one now. So, if you in the city where they where they sell Funko Pops, and you like to grow some Kush, you know what I'm saying, hit me up on Instagram, and I got you, bro, on a great trade, because I personally need them shit to my collection. You know what I'm saying? Shit, I'll even make a trade. I got some. I got some super fire shit. Whatever you want to see, you know what I'm saying? I got mad fucking cards, all types of Funkos, all types of collectibles, bruh. If you a Yankees fan, you definitely my type of nigga, you know what I'm saying? We gonna, you tap in with me, we can make something happen, bro. I'm looking for also for two more Seinfeld ones. Technically, it's like five, but on the checklist, I only need two more. It's Jerry and Jerry with the puffy shirt. 
No, I need three more because I need a lane with the sombrero too off the checklist. So, if you can find any Seinfeld ones, take a photo, DM your boy. I got you. You feel me? Um, I don't really know what else to talk about because I'm fucking super gone right now. So, I'm going to just end this shit right here, man. I appreciate y'all tapping in, catching up with your boy. Uh, it's been a good couple fucking weeks, honestly. Just been traveling, making, getting my situation right and shit. You know what I'm saying? After that bullshit with my landlord. So, that shit's straight, man. We living good now. I've been coaching baseball and shit. Fucking Little League Baseball. Uh, so, backstory on that, I guess, before I go. Been coaching Little League Baseball recently, like I just said. And it's because my little brother-in-law, this nigga, is like, I don't... He thinks I'm like fucking the dopest thing ever, bro. Like, he, I don't know. I teach him a lot of shit because I just want him to stay on the right path and shit. And I like, I want him to literally, I want every male figure that's younger than me in my life to be the opposite of me or the opposite of what I was when I was coming up and shit. So, because the version of me now, goaded, nigga. I, I wish I knew me when I was younger. But anyways, you know what I'm saying? He think I'm the dopest thing walking and shit. So he invited me to his games after I taught him how to throw a different couple pitches, how to how to change his batting stance to really connect with the ball and shit like that and really make sure he followed through with his swings and things like that. So I'm sitting there at the first game. They had lost every other game before the first game I went to. I went to the first game that I went to. I went and watched. And, you know, I'm just standing there behind the fence. And I'm like, hey, because he was pitching. So I'm like, yo, catcher, what's like, what's your name and shit? And I, I showed the catcher how to frame a pitch. You know what I'm saying? So we can manipulate the strike zone on their ass. Because, you know what I'm saying? They're younger kids. So... They not going to know what the fuck. The ball going to look so crazy until the catcher catch it up here in the right corner. You know what I'm saying? Because he moved his arm like this and caught it. You know what I'm saying? Y'all can't see me. I'm not even recording a video for this one. But you know what I'm saying? It's just like it's a whole different vibe teaching kids early to where they can pick up on tips and tricks that they can learn to take. Because... I haven't told him yet, but next year, I'm going to try to get him and a couple of other kids on the team to play travel ball, and I'll be able to fucking travel with them and make sure they staying on uh, a regimen of fucking, of even if they don't win a game, make sure you go come out of that game with learning something, because it was one kid in a dugout, Um, not even going to say his name, but it was one kid in a dugout. He was mad that he didn't get a hit. And his mom had came up and talked to him. And he wasn't trying to hear shit she was saying. Nothing at all. But I went up and I talked to him. And I'm like, yo, there's really nothing you could do about a shitty umpire. Like, I, I'm completely blunt 
with everybody. I'm talking about even kids, even my son. So I was straight up with him. There's nothing you can do about a shitty umpire. All you can do is know that next game that she's out there, you mind you just go up there swinging. Because he struck out looking because the fucking pitches were not strikes at all, bro. They weren't strikes. Not even a little bit. But the umpire was terrible. Fucking, she was terrible. So, she was calling bullshit out there. You could tell she was just ready to end the game. So, I don't know. I told him straight up, like, yo, all you could do next time is go out swinging. When you see her, go out swinging. I'm not saying every time go up there and just go out swinging. But when you see that specific umpire, you know. She's not going to give me nothing to work with on the strike zone. So, hit it. Just hit out, swing at everything. If you get a hit, fuck it. If you don't, fuck it. You know what I'm saying? And after that, he, he started acting different in the dugout. He was talking to his teammates, cheering on his teammates and shit like that. So, I don't know. I just want them to carry a demeanor because when I was younger, we didn't lose a single game when I played baseball. I don't think, yeah, nah, I don't think I ever lost a single baseball game in my life. Like, a legit, organized baseball game. I don't think I've ever lost a baseball game in my life. So, even if even if you don't win, you need to carry yourself like a winner. Because ain't no telling who watching you. You could y'all niggas could get fucking blown out 10 to 0. But did y'all learn anything this game? Did you pick up on fucking where you made the wrong throws? Why why you wasn't in the right spot? Tight beat. So shit like that I like teaching to them. I don't know. I might not let them trip. Uh, I might not let them. I don't. I don't care if they do, but I might not encourage them to play travel ball because I like being able to coach them every week. The last couple of weeks, you know, what I'm saying with the holidays and shit, we ain't been having practice or or a game. So last week was my first official game as a coach. I uh, went in. Well, last week was my first official week as a coach, so I went in. And I went to practice, made sure everything was good at practice, warmed up with them, uh, taught the two pitchers that we were going to start and then, like, relieve first. I taught them both how to throw a changeup and then the signal I was going to give them when I wanted them to throw a changeup. And then I uh, we worked on stealing bases. So during the game, I gave them signals to steal bases. I was the first base coach. Um... I taught them elbow up, knees down when they're on the... That sounds crazy, but I'm talking about kids, so if you even go there, you nuts. But when they in the batter's box, I don't care. Because, you know, one of the other coaches during the first game that I watched, he, he was yelling at his kids. He's like, yo, stop... Uh, he's like, stop swinging the bat up there. He's like, stop, stop moving the bat while you're in the batter's box. And I'm just like, bruh, let him be great. Like, I didn't say it to him, but you're not going to be able to dictate these kids' batting stance. Do Let them do whatever's comfortable. As long as they know that back elbow needs to stay consistently up and their knees bent just a little bit and their front leg out enough to where when they're moving, that's, it's a swift motion through the strike, like wherever they're aiming that bat. As long as they know that. Don't fucking try to dictate how these kids stand, bro. You're weird. That's weird. Don't do that. And you can tell which one was his kid, too, because he would fucking scream at him. It was nuts, man. 
But anyway, I coached him to a dub. That was a great feeling. Helped out my depression a lot, goddamn. Always the, the little victories, you know what I'm saying? But, uh, yeah, man, it was nice catching up with y'all. Type it on Instagram to put it bluntly podcast on YouTube. My Instagram is uh, GibbsCutsGenetics underscore. Um, fucking also GibbsCutsGenetics3 in case any bullshit happens. So, yeah, man, it's all love, man. I'm glad y'all niggas was waiting on this one. And and it's going to be a double drop because I'm about to record again soon. So, yeah.